Workplace Politics. I'm Evan. I'm Alex. It's a new week. Actually, it's not that long. We It's almost the same week. It's yeah. basically the same week. We're recording early this week because I'm uh, heading out of town for a little bit. Um, so we're recording on Wednesday. No, it's Tuesday. Tuesday, It's yeah. Tuesday. So uh, if you're, you're going to be listening to this about a week from now. But So if anything crazy happens, uh, we won't know about it. It wasn't our fault that we didn't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we, we're not ignoring it. I um, just can't see the future. I wish. Yeah, we might put something in the... If there's something really crazy happens, I'll just write my opinion about it in the show notes. And you'll, yeah, that's you'll know that's about <laughs> it. I'll record a voice memo and link it to it. Uh, but but um, so we're here. Um, it actually has been kind of... There has been a couple of big things since we talked last. Like we yeah, ta- that's, we, we, that's the crazy thing. We took yeah. three, four days and it's already shit's happened. Yeah, like we recorded on Friday. I saw you on Saturday. Yeah. Literally the next day, you, you you we saw each other, and you come up to me and you're like, "Guess who Poolhole signed?" And I'm like, <laughs> "The oh. L.A. Angels." <laughs> and I was like, "What Poolhole signed?" I because I was, I'll admit, I was completely convinced that he was not going to sign and he was going to call it a career. I was pretty sure he was going to at least get a contract for the end of the year, but yeah. like I thought that would be it, and it would be like with a bad team, but. <laughs> nope. No. He signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's like, yeah. I mean, He's like, I, I really I, don't want to fly. So <laughs> if you could just I get me a, a cab. <laughs> yeah, just get me a cab. I'll be there. Yeah. And he played played in his first game, got an RBI single yesterday. I mean, like, it, now that it's happened, it's like, well, yeah. I mean, the Dodgers have basically infinite money and, like, they have a ton of injuries right now. And yeah, he's literally just like, like Edwin Rios's replacement. Yeah, it's like, well, a I bench mean, bat. he's like, eh, I'll play like four days a week at most. And like, even then, not even starting four days a week, but like, I'll, I'll show up yeah. um, and, and play and, and pinch it and do whatever they need to do. And luckily, Pujols is a class act and somebody who will do whatever needs to be done. You know, I, I, he said, so the, the, Operating manager of the the Angels said that like Pujols wanted to play every day, and then yeah. in Pujols' press conference, first press conference with the Dodgers, he's like, "I didn't say I wanted to play every but day." But there's so many like sources saying that like he like stormed out and was yelling, and then there's yeah. lots of like there was three sources that like corroborated corroborated that. Yeah, and so like, and then Joe Madden said it didn't happen. So like, my guess is he probably I wouldn't call it a temper tantrum, but he was probably pretty pissed off. Yeah, because he's like, "Why is Jared Walsh taking my job?" It's, it would be, kind of frustrating when you think about it. Like, I literally have won four MVPs. Yeah, and, and like Jared Walsh is playing first base. Yeah, but and it's a hard thing. Like, think about it. Like, it's like the Willie Mays quote we used last week. Yeah, like sometimes you go home and you're like, "Oh shit, I'm old. I don't like, know if I can do this anymore." Yeah. So I would say, yeah. yeah, he may have had a not a freak out, but he might have, you know, raised his voice and been like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. And then, but they don't want that getting out there. It's like the rat raccoon thing with Lindor. They just like, yeah. "Oh no, that didn't happen." And I think obviously Madden was never going to say, "Oh yeah, he threw a temper tantrum." Oh like, yeah. The man is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And, like is go- going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer and is is a legend in the game. Let's and the not thing about get like that confused, you know. Mm-hmm. The media sucks. Like, yeah. I want to be in the baseball media, but a lot of media members are just like click, work, like what? What's what am I like? like they all they want is clicks. Yeah. So they don't want sure. the story to get out there that Pujols was being, like yelling at his players and yelling at the coach. Yeah. Like they don't want that getting out. And if and it did get out, so it's just like, well, no, that didn't happen. Yeah. I was with Pujols. He was very nice. Yeah, I don't know what the LA sports media is like in general. I, I probably pretty fucking insane. 
I don't know. I, I don't think it's as bad as New York, but it's it's probably just it's a close number. It's two, probably though. a close number too, based on like we've talked about the New York sports media and their tendency to overreact. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that um, yeah, like it, it it's it's tough. I was thinking about that, you know, that Willie Mays quote, and you yeah. think about Willie, you know, he was the greatest player at the time. But he got to retire kind of on his own terms, you know, as hard as it is to retire in general. He got to just play on on the, like he, he didn't get released. He didn't get traded. He he ended his career on the Giants, did he not? No, on the Mets. On the Mets. He right, got traded right, to the right, Mets. Right. And there's only sub 100 OPS or 100 OPS plus. Did he just have one, one season for the Mets? Yeah. Oh, okay. that was so his never only, mind. Yeah, only season that he had less than 100 weighted runs created. Right. Okay, so never mind. That's actually a pretty similar situation then. Like, I mean, not released, but like... Well, Pujols has been horrible. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. writing a story on Pujols right now, and it's sad when you look at the numbers. Because yeah. he, like, if there wasn't a guy named Barry Bonds in the league when he started, he would have... Uh, the same amount of MVP. Like, he would have seven MVP awards. Because, like, from 2001 to 2010, his first 10 years, I guess, he was insane. Like, eight war was, like, an average. Right. Like, he was insane. And then 2011, he has a, like, decent year. And then 2012, first season with the Angels, it just goes downhill. It's wild. Then. Yeah. Oh, it's... I didn't realize And he wasn't, like, early. horrible then. Like, right. he was, like, 2012 to 2016, 15... He was like not Albert Pujols, but still was an above average player. Um, but then 2016, he starts playing DH every day, and his bat just isn't as good. And yeah. when you're DH and your bat isn't that good, you're not worth much to no, a team because no. it's like you can't even go out there and play first base. Yeah, you're not getting any defensive war. You know, like you're yeah. not like you're not getting and he was anything a great, with the I glove. Think that's why he was so valuable too because he was a great exactly. first baseman. Yeah, like a, a top notch first baseman. And he has had negative war his past five or four seasons. I don't know if you were we you were watching the ESPN um, cover the Sunday Night Baseball. Where they showed that, and they were, you know, talking about uh, Yachty and and you know what an amazing career he's had and what an amazing defender he is. And there's that one play that they showed. I don't know if you saw it, where Yachty backpicks, yeah, um, and to Pujols, and they just kind of like you can see they they just like a small nod before the pitch, and then like Yachty just quick throws down to first, yeah, Pujols like uh, swipes the runner, and 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 that was the end of the game. And it's like, yeah, like Pujols, like you kind of sh- Pujols kind of showed off like. Great instincts. Like, he was a really good first baseman. Like, I kind of didn't know that, to be honest, because I only ever watched yeah, him he was as, like, this hulking slugger. Who yeah. He always has been. He has been. Like, he, the bat was always there. But, you know, he, we forget that he was, like, one. he, he won a, uh, how many gold gloves at first base? Like, he was... <laughs> I don't know. Gold he, gloves don't matter. Yeah, well, but, he was... he, But he was he was a great defensive. When you think about Yachty, if Yachty didn't... If Yachty was a DH, obviously there's no DH in St. Louis, but, like... If he was a DH, he'd be on the same trajectory. Yeah, but the true. thing about Yachty is, he's continued to one play catcher every day. Yeah, and two be amazing at it. So like Yachty, like he's been a below average hitter the past few. He's been average. Yeah, but like, I mean, he's having a great start to the season. He's one hundred forty five uh, way to run created plus. He's right literally down. having the best hitting career of his life. Yeah, he's not even that old. He's 38. Hitting season. Pujols is, is like 40. 
He says he's 41, but he's probably 43 or something. Yeah, we've we've talked about this yeah. before. The the aging curve is, like, he seems to be older. He definitely lied when he came into the league, which is fine. Yeah, we've like, been I over this. Care. I don't think people do that anymore, but, like, he was probably the last of a generation. to yeah. lie now. I think he is the last generation of, like, Latin-born players who lied yeah. about their age. And, like, yeah, we talked about this last week or the know. week Jason before. Dominguez looks like a 24-year-old. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, yeah. But I think he's probably 17. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or 18 now or whatever he is. But, yeah. So that's... I mean, uh, this is, I mean, it's a great spot. Like, the Dodgers are just... It's a great team to be on. I mean, obviously, they're not playing. I mean, they're better now, but they had a rough stretch. But yeah, like, they played like shit for a while. But yeah, no, I mean, hey, if you're going to... It's literally, I can't imagine... If you're Pujols and you're, you th- you get released, you get that tough news, then you get a call from the Dodgers who are like, hey, you want to come like, yeah, play four days yeah, a we week? Need a first ba- we need a bench We're back. probably going to win a ring this year. We're probably going to the World Series. Like, we are, the, we are the best team in the league. Yeah. Like, by... Uh, it. A somewhat of a margin like you want to come and be a part of this like you want to win one last ring yeah you know you want to get the band back together like <laughs> you know that he ever played for the dodgers but i can't imagine turning that i don't know what they 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 just picked up his contract or how does that work no i think he just signs a new contract so he signs a new contract and still gets paid like 24 million dollars yeah like how could you not take that like yeah i mean that's how bad he is the angels are like it's like if you're, you're money ball when yeah. Billy Bean's talking to David Justice, yeah. and he's like, "I mean, man, you're paying me seven and a half million dollars. He's like, I ain't paying you, or I'm paying you seven. Yankees are paying half your contract. Yeah. That's what the New York Yankees think of you. Yeah, they'd rather pay you three and a half million to play against them. Yeah, that's not, oh, it's one of my favorite quotes ever. Yeah. but like, yeah. that's literally what they just said. Go play for someone else. We'll pay you. <laughs> I don't. I think that's how it works. I'm pretty sure it's like that contract. It's like is down. breaking up with the girl and being like, "Don't worry, I'll pay for your Uber home, like, and I'll still pay your rent." Slightly like, more like, expensive. <laughs> I'll take the Uber home, but, but yeah, I think that's how it works. Because I think it's basically that contract is voided per se, but the money is still owed. Yeah, and then the Dodgers now have to sign him to a new contract. I right. could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll search it up and we'll figure it out. Yeah, but, um, it's a great deal. Like the Dodgers are. They lost. They don't have Bellinger, right? They don't have Bellinger. Rios Seager. is Seager's hurt. Rios is gone for the year. I mean, Dustin bench May. bats are always good. <laughs> Dustin May's. Gonna, I'm not really related he's not to gonna Pools, pitch, but, but yeah. Um, no, he's not gonna. I think Foolish Baseball tweeted out like the best way for Albert Cools to end his career is to go through four different teams and then try to start pitching like Jose Bautista did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bautista. So, like, I mean, we, Pujols has, you know, he's weaned off, like, he's, he's, he's staved off, like, retirement for now. Um, and he said he wants to play next year, too. It's we'll like, see. Well, if I someone's going to pay him. I don't think someone's going to pay him next year, to be honest. But, well, I, but mean, I mean, if someone does, fucking hey, go get it. Get your bag, King. Yeah. Like, do your thing. He's a legend. He's it a just legend. sucks seeing your legends fall. Yeah. Like, you wish that they would have a graceful end to their career. But we don't always get that. I mean, we didn't well, get that with... Think. It's we like, what's really going to happen to Trout? Like, we is didn't Trout going to yeah. decline? Is he going to be a sub-war player? Like, And still getting paid? I mean, yeah, we think that, of course, you sign this long contract. You think of Tatis, you know, like this. I mean, he'll still be rather young when his contract is over. He'll still have some time. Yeah, Mookie's going to be 40 years old when his contract is up. That's crazy. So it's like, what's is Mookie going to be Mookie? Maybe. At 40? But I mean, odds are probably not. Like, 
because not everyone yeah like some people i think we like this is no bias on the mookie i love mookie but like yeah a lot of his value is defensive yeah so like man's not gonna be playing gold glove right field <laughs> when no, he's that's, 40 years that's old that's kind of the thing i was thinking about with yachty where like being a catcher definitely does get harder when you're older but the more the, i would argue that some of the more important things about being a catcher calling the game and like awareness and like yeah that kind of just gets better arguably obviously your knees get hurt but if you look at a guy like jeff mathis who's like always uh, always been uh a sub replacement level header um he's playing for the braves again he's 38 he's had a long career and he's a great catcher he's, he's just so valuable he's an incredible defensive catcher he makes pitchers better so catcher is a position where you, because you call the game and because you have to work with pitchers all the time, right? And you 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 look at the effect of Jeff Mathis on a young pitcher um, in, in Atlanta right now, or 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 on his previous teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Even you know uh, you look at him with Lance Lynn on the, when he was on yeah. the Rangers. He made Lance Lynn a better pitcher. Lance and as you know, Lance Lynn is a good pitcher. I mean, he's actually gotten better. Like he's but Jeff Mathis undoubtedly made him better, um, and that's kind of the thing about a catcher whereas like i don't think other positions necessarily have that maybe shortstop you could say but even then it really that really is about purely physical ability yeah can you like if you're playing center field it's you it's not about decision making it's not about calling pitches it's it's just can you get to the ball yeah uh and can you can and do you have a cannon like those are your your strengths yeah those generally degrade with age um and you know i think trout will probably play dh someday Potentially. Oh yeah, definitely. Like he will. I think his career will be long enough. De- he, you can already kind of see him declining it, center field wise. I think like as time goes on, like you'll see Joe Adele in center and Mike in right. Right. Um. And then you'll see somebody in right and him on the him DH and, and like that's, he that's will a still, fine career progression. That's how uh, it works. Totally. Like obviously he has the advantage of being an AL, but like yeah. Like he's not, I wouldn't like. I don't want. He's not declining, but his defensive stats are getting slightly worse. Right. As the years go on. I mean, we, uh, you know, when we talked about legacy, it's like the first thing that comes to mind, other than all the stuff we were talking about before, is is Barry, and you know, he didn't get the graceful exit. You know that he he left, and you know he just kind of he wanted to play, and no one would pay him because they thought he was a pariah, and you know we just. I obviously didn't really watch it. I yeah. was young, but looking back on it now, you see this guy who's like, I'm still very valuable, but no one will pay me because they don't want to have Barry Bonds on their team. Not because yeah. they don't want to have the war that I'm carrying every season, like, and the, the home runs that I'm going to hit. He just hit his, you know, record breaking homer, hit like two more and called it a career. And said, and like, I'm good. That's how it goes sometimes. Like, I think that's what he wanted to do a lot too. Sometimes you leave just too. Trying to get yeah. there. Sometimes you leave too early, and like, and sometimes you leave too late. You know, there's no doubt about that. Like, there's some guys who really leave the party too late, and you know, I overstayed mean, their welcome. It's an unfair game. Yep. Oh Barry, oh Barry Bonds, one of the greatest. Oh, I want to talk about Yasmani Grandal. Really? Who is an insane person? He has uh, 20 walks and 21 walks in his last 10 games. And he officially has a higher on-base percentage than slugging percentage, which is unheard of. Only 
person I can think of, like, I mean, this is career-wise, but is Ozzy Smith had a higher on-base percentage than slugging percentage. Can you explain to people what slugging percentage is? Because I feel like I didn't really understand it. Yeah, slugging percentage is just the percentage of times you hit for extra base hits. So a percentage right. of extra doubles, triples, and home runs. Right. And almost entirely your slugging percentage is higher than your on-base percentage, right. usually. But right now, Yasmani Grandal has a 387 on base. Oh, so let's start here. He has a 132 average, batting average. Not good. Horrible. <laughs> but he has a 387 on base percentage, which is above average. And then he has a 316 slugging percentage. And that equates to he has how many home runs? He has four home runs. How many strikeouts are we talking here? Angrafts, show me the strikeouts. One sec. He has 2021. 20, he has 33 walks and 27 strikeouts. So he has more walks than strikeouts, which is always good to see. I just think that's insane. It's so hard to have a higher on base percentage than slugging percentage. Yeah. But I mean, Yasmani Grandal, that's what he does. And he hits tanks. <laughs> or as Jared Krabbis calls it, dropping dick. Because <laughs> the way he follows through, it like the bat just drops like. Straight up, it looks like when he follows through on a no doubter. Wow, so cool! We'll put a clip up, maybe. Uh, maybe I, I keep saying up. I put we'll put clips up and almost always forget. I realized <laughs> I did it twice last week. I was watching the finished video and I was like, "Ah, oh, you fucking idiot, you absolute tool!" But it's too late. Um, another statistical uh, nugget is that uh, Garrett Cole set a major league record for the uh, most strikeouts without giving up a walk. Yeah, he got to sixty-one. Unfortunately, uh, he also got rocked last night and gave up two home runs, and the Yankees <laughs> lost. Um, to the Texas Rangers. To the Texas fucking Rangers. Like, in that stupid fucking stadium. Can what? Even... That stadium is beautiful. Oh, you, you got to be fucking kidding no, me. No, I love that stadium. Oh, my God. Th- you only that... don't like the stadium because the Yankees lose there. No, I do not <laughs> like that stadium. I hate that there's people right behind home plate. It's so annoying. Yeah, I hate the way they have the ads behind home plate and the oh, camera yeah. has to pick those up. That's yeah, annoying. right. Like, why does it have to be that wide of a shot? Yeah, that's true. It's so frustrating. That's true. No, it's 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 an ugly stadium. Yeah, Garrett Cole broke a five day record. Corbin Burns just had it at fifty nine. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, he got to sixty one and then watched Joey Gallo. But God, walk the goat. I need to show that. I'll try to remember. To put this clip, I should put like. Here, let me. I'll write down some clips that we need. I put a flag in. I don't know if that'll actually show up. Whatever. Um, so, Joey Gallo gets walked by Garrett Cole, and Higgy is a pass fourth fourth ball, right? So, yeah. and Higgy doesn't go to go to pick it up. So Joey Gallo, seeing that, he walks. You know, he's giving it. He's giving it down to the first baseline. He. Looks right, sees the ball, still on the ground, nobody going for it, just starts booking it. And Texas, they have AstroTurf there. He gets around first, um, kind of looks back, and then just absolutely yeah, eats just shit. Eats and shit. then as soon as he eats shit, Luke fights like, ball, ball, come on. <laughs> Joey Gallo gets back to the bag, luckily. Um, and he was fine, so it's uh, no harm, no foul. But uh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, Joey Gallo taking a walk. We love to see that. So, so joke. <laughs> quick transition. Um, so, yeah, that happened. That was that was last night. Joey Gallo. I mean, he ran it up. 
He is a true a three true outcome hitter. Fifty eight percent of He's his the true outcome hitter. Like there is no one who fifty eight percent of his plate appearances. Yeah, and in either a strikeout, uh, a walk, or a home run. And they were saying like that, you know, statistics people. You know, on the, the I'd say the Yankees broadcast is actually like very good overall because they don't bitch about statistics mm-hmm. people. That's what they call them, analytics nerds. Yeah. Whatever. They don't bitch about them that much. Like if Michael Kay is definitely doesn't really do it, but I feel like Paul O'Neill when he's on and he's on most of the time seems to kind of do that. Um, but it's not too bad. The Braves broadcast is so much worse with that stuff. Uh, and but they were like saying how like statistics people think that like, you know, three true outcome baseball is like what we should be playing. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. I mean, no. I don't think people that look at statistics really have like it's like I I'm not a statistician on baseball and I just learn from people that are smarter than me and have more of a mind for numbers. I'll never yeah. claim to be an expert on any of that stuff. Um despite using it to understand the game more. But I definitely don't think that like people who look at statistics really are trying to like say that baseball should be played in any way. It's more of a reactive medium in general. It's like this is how base like this is what's happening. It's trying to explain I would argue the largest sport, the sport that takes place, you know, on the largest kind of uh, amount of variables and trying to explain it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't think th- anyone is like really desire. Like, I don't think there's a saber metric like crowd. That's just like, yes, three true outcome baseball is what everyone wants to see. It's like, yeah. no, I don't no. think so. I just think that like, it's fine to see. It's totally like- fine. Like it's, 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 oh, it's where the game is kind of going and, there can be changes that are made to avoid that. And that's totally fine if those changes are made. I don't, I don't mind it at all. I think baseball should change all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I think what statistics is like just trying to react to is that like baseball changes all the time. Yeah. And like, it's a, it's like a form of understanding the change as opposed to like the people that complain about statistics that are saying like the game shouldn't change anymore. It's like, no, the game's going to change. Like the game changes every year. It literally like, can, it can't stay the same. It's just too big. Every five year period in the history of baseball, it changes. Like, like, and I assume other sports are the same. Like they don't fight in hockey anymore. And like basketball is really different too. I'm sure. I don't really know that much about it. I won't say, but like, it's not played the same way that like, you know, like Michael Jordan played like yeah i'm sure it's very different it's way more uh the game of basketball is way for ugh, way more defensive minded than it used to be okay especially nowadays like and there's like positionless basketball isn't that like part of uh like you know, oh yeah so yeah. the teams have been running like four like power forward and centers right. lineups so the four huge guys and like one point guard right which is like i mean it's a new strategy yeah it's just like the shift. Four outfielders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if we yeah, can be yeah. successfully, if we can be successful with four of our big men on the court and rest our smaller guys for a bit for right. longer, then and we can win the games. It works. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're all just trying to win games. Yeah. So do in baseball. That's why Joe Madden created the shift because he said, "I think we can win more if we allow less hits." Yeah. So therefore, it's just let's like put expo- everyone on that side of the outfield, infield, yeah. and people are going to exploit that, and then there's going to be reaction to that. That's the beauty of like David Ortiz hated the shift because he was one of the first guys to ever get shifted true. on. True. Because Joe Madden was in his division, right. and he was like, "What right. the fuck is this?" And then yeah. you know he grows to be like, "Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. It sucks for me. Yeah. Because I always pull the ball. You can be a victim of it, but like, yeah. ultimately, like." Joey Gallo doesn't even care about the shift. I'm sure he doesn't care. Like he's like, yeah, well, I'm gonna I don't, continue I don't, pulling the ball. Yeah, I'm just gonna try and hit it over the fence. Yeah, 
I love Joey Gallo. Yeah, like you can exploit it too. And it's like guys come around that, yep, let's just pop one down the other way. Oh, like, like there's nobody. The Red third. Sox, uh, they got Franchi Cordero, who we just we got for Andrew Benintendi. He's struggling. And he should probably be on his way to the minors soon. But <sighs> for now, he's on the big league team. And every once in a while, he'll try, they shift him. So every once in a while, he's like, he like genuinely tries to lay down a bunt down that third base line and it's like why not if you're struggling that's a confidence boost totally in your mind that's a hit speed never slumps you know exactly if you can if you can get it it doesn't matter if you're fast just hit it where no it's true it's true yeah like you do not actually have to be like joey gallo could totally run out of bunt if he threw it down the 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 third base line like that's and you should sometimes who was it ah the angels were playing god who the angels playing why am i blanking on this i think it was last week around i think middle of the week whoever they were playing Someone tried to bunt on them like four times or like three times in that bat. They tried to bunt a couple pulled back. A couple just didn't go fair. Yeah. And Anthony Rendon was in the shift and he didn't even move. That's the thing. The teams are fine if you lay down that bunt because they're still going to shift you. Like Joey Gallo would have to successfully lay down like 60 bunts in a row (laughs) for them to be like, maybe we shouldn't shift him. It's true. It's true. And I, oh my God, that'd be a cool analytic story to write. Like, what if Joey Gallo bunted every time? Yeah. Like, what would his numbers look like? And like, let's say he, if he was like fifty percent successful on those bunts, what would happen? They'd probably stop shifting him, which could then lead to more singles and doubles, which is what Joey Gallo hates. Yeah, it's a push and pull. Like, and that's kind of what like that's the great thing is that like if some if a change starts happening, then like to exploit or to like react to something else then you can just react to that change and exploit like what it's missing like there is no way there's only nine people in the field like there's so much room that like and there's just so much room in baseball generally that like if you if we talked about you know tweaking the swings and like swinging for the fences it's like that's a reaction to guys throwing 100 miles an hour like it's all about tweaking and every single, literally every single year, fastball velocity goes up. So like that means every single year it's harder to hit pitches right. as a hitter. So like you're gonna over time in a five year period, people are gonna be swinging different than they were five years prior. If a pitch is coming in, I feel like I always think about this when I'm playing baseball video games, but I don't know if this is actually true. If a pitch is coming in faster, will it go out faster? Like will if like if you connect on like a hundred yeah, mile, if you barrel up. If if you can yeah if you barrel up a hundred mile an hour fast fastball it'll go faster than like a ninety mile an hour you know? oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah it just it's the harder it comes in the harder it grows out okay that makes it's sense. a lifelong that's what my that, my coaches used to tell me right. when I was a kid <laughs> right that's I mean it seems very elementary but I guess I just like I always assumed that was true and that's why part of the reason why we have more home runs is because yeah. like it's coming in faster and so. average league wide exit velocity is like. I think on home runs, it's 104 miles an hour. Right. So, like, no one throws 104. Right. Right. True. Actually, well, close. Jordan Hicks, I think, throws 103. People are getting there. Oh, yeah. We'll be there soon. I'm just on the road to 110. The road to 110. 110 miles an hour. this podcast. It's coming. Soon. Not soon. I'll call this. I'll call this. This episode will be called The Road to 110. Finally, we have an episode name. Albert Pujols. The Road to 110. Yeah, maybe. Like years old playing baseball. <laughs> He's already ninety nine. Imagine that's what he lied. He's a hundred years old. He lied about his age fifty years. <laughs> He's right? an Atlantean. He's He's, a, He's been He's been alive for seven thousand. This nineteen year old looks fifty five. <laughs> 
Let's sign him. <laughs> yeah, he's got everything we need. Can I mean, that would hit? explain his decline because he's 80 years old when he starts to decline. <laughs> what a career. Um, other than Pujols and, uh, you know, Kevin Pillar got hit by a pitch last night. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Than just, <laughs> just prayers up for Kevin Pillar. He said he was fine. Uh, after the game, he tweeted out that he was fine. But I was watching the game live against the Braves and Logan Webb. Is it Logan Webb? I think it's Logan Webb, the pitcher, who should honestly... Is Logan Logan Webb's on the... I thought he was on the Giants. Maybe he got traded to the Braves. Derek Webb? Sp- Keep talking. Spider I'll, I'll Webb? I don't know what his name is. But the pitcher for the Braves, who I already really didn't like because he like missed a just fundamental play like three games ago, he just didn't, the Braves were getting walloped by some team and like the bases were loaded and like he threw a pitch, it got hit and like he could have gotten to first and to cover the play, Freddie got to the ball and he just didn't run to first. He just stayed, like he just like crouched near the mound in disbelief and it's like, the game's not over, you fucking idiot. Jacob like get to Webb. first. Jacob Webb. There yeah, we Logan go. Logan Webb is on the Giants. I mean, yeah. He's actually pretty decent. Sorry to Logan Webb. Jacob yeah, Webb. Logan Webb, you're Get good. your shit together. Uh, just kidding. He hit a he hit Kevin Pilar in the face. I'm sure he feels like shit. I'm sure Kevin Pilar feels like shit too. Yeah, um, it was a shitty situation. Yeah, it was brutal. I would not advise watching it. It was so bad that like nobody replayed it. Like that's how bad it was. You know, it was like very violent. And of course, Truist at that moment went to a dance camp. Uh, in the, in the intermission because that's the appropriate thing to do. Uh, so, uh, Braves. Uh, you're really making it me hard for me to cheer for you because uh, you're such a fucking shitty organization uh, as far as like morals and things like that go, you know, with the the whole... And at this know, point, on-field output. <laughs> yeah, at this point, like... 19 and 21, that's 19 tough. and 21, which is really tough uh, because, I mean, you're behind the Phillies and you're behind the Mets. And I mean... The Nationals are in the last place in that division, though. But, uh, God, it's just... It's been tough to watch the Braves. The game against the Brewers, they were down 8 nothing. They scored seven runs in the, like, bottom of the... The top of the seventh. That sounds like the Milwaukee Brewers. (laughs) Uh, And then they just... And they they lost (laughs) 9-10. Because they just loaded the bases the next inning. And it was probably fucking Jacob Webb. You son of a bitch. Um, I, well, if you're listening, Jacob, I'm so sorry. Um, Think but, about it, Jacob. You were one of the 25 best players on the Braves. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good stat. That means what? There's 700 people? Uh, in the, Like 720 people on a roster in the in the league? That's pretty damn good. You're one of the best 700 players in the no, world. No, it's true. Don't listen to what I say, but just, you know. You should probably be in AAA. You should probably, yeah. You should probably think about what you've done. <laughs> oh god, the Red Sox game the other day. They they down four nothing in the first. Then Rafi Devers hits a three run home run in like the sixth and makes it five four. And then bottom of the ninth, two outs. Trout comes to the dish. And he bloops a single into center that had a, a expected batting average of a hundred. And then first pitch fastball to Shohei Otani. It's in the seats, and the Angels win 6-5. They walked it off? No, they didn't walk it off. It was in Boston. Oh, we top, yeah, right. But my, oh, my. I didn't watch. I wasn't watching because I was at work, but I just saw, like, 
I just saw the like Otani hits a home run, and I knew Trout was up with two outs. So I was like, "Those motherfuckers, <laughs> those motherfuckers!" And then I go on Twitter after, and it's like, "Yeah, Trout just blooped a single that should that should nine times out of ten wouldn't have been a hit, but yeah. that time it was because yep. he's Trout." That is, that's and then Matt, Maddie Backpacks, Matt Barnes, <laughs> Maddie Backpacks, one of the best nicknames in the game. The closer, uh, who has been the. I think the best reliever in baseball, like no bias. I think he's been the best reliever in baseball here. I'm not sure. Chapman might be better. I'm not. Chapman's been sure. pretty fucking insane. But Barnes has been like he he's had so many perfect innings. Like yeah. he just doesn't allow hits or runs. And like I don't know, he threw a first pitch fastball to Otani, which is like I don't know. In my book, after watching Otani, that's like rule number one of what not to do to Shohei yeah. Otani. Yeah, he will hit that. Yeah. Like you see the home run he hit yesterday. It was like. Five feet above the zone. Oh, and then uh, yeah, like and he'll also hit ones that are an inch above the dirt. Like oh yeah, my he's God. just his his zone for his hitting zone is nasty. Yes, yeah, Saturday he hit. I think yeah, the Red Sox were like five nothing or five one and something. Otani takes an O two curveball that was like this far off the plate, outside and low. And hit yeah. it over the monster. Yeah. He's and golfing. it's like, what? He's golfing. Like, it's fucked. I remember his first he's home run so, last year. His first so home run of the year off Justin Dunn was a curveball like two feet above the zone, uh, he, below the zone. Yeah. He's literally so, he's so strong. Like, he, and, and when you watch it, I know every home run I've seen of him, for at least those last couple, it's like, it doesn't even look like it's gone out, out of the box. Like, it literally looks like, oh, he, he, he connected with it. And yeah. no, it's out of the park. Like, how do you hit that out of the park? Yeah, it's he's not... just got so much power in those those legs. It's crazy. His his well, swing is these just Japanese so... players, man. Like he's fucking swole as fuck though. You see oh, that... he's also huge. He's he... like Ichiro with power. Holy shit! You Cause... see that shirt? That that picture of him with like no sleeves on yeah, his shirt? Yeah. What the fuck? This dude is swole as hell. But think like these Japanese players. They have such a unique swing because they're <laughs> basically they're driving like they're moving up as they swing, which is so cool. Yeah. And it just leads. Yeah, that's true. It I, made Ichiro lead the league in hits, like, uh, God knows how I many times. I about it. I never thought, of, I don't know why I never connected that. But yeah, yeah. Ichiro has such a different swing. Otani like, is similar just Ichiro to with a shit ton of power. Yeah, and a pitcher also. And a pitcher. He also is like, has like a 2.1 ERA. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, that's fair. It's honest. And, and I think somebody tweeted something very funny, which I felt, uh, which was like, every time I check out the Angels, it's like, Trout is hitting like 350. Otani's like leading the league in home runs with like a 210 ERA, and they're losing by like five runs. Yeah, it's they're like, last place in the division. It's like what this this team should be crushing, but it's like really proves. I mean, Rendon's still out, or is he back now? Rendon's yeah, he looked he his first game back was Friday against the Red Sox, and I think it was a knee injury he had. First game back against the Red Sox, he fouls the ball off his knee. And that whole rest of the series, he was playing, but he looked like, especially his next at bat, he was running out of the box and it was bad. Like he was wobbling. I don't, it's just the knees, man. It's always yeah. the guy. It's like Derrick Rose, man. Yeah. Got shitty knees. Like yeah. when you don't have good knees, how are you going to play baseball? Yeah. Like obviously it's easier than basketball, but like. Oh, definitely, yeah. But, your knees are hurting. You can't swing properly. No, and he's a third baseman too. Like that's not, you know, you're not, that's not a corner. You got to make moves there, you know, to be defensively valuable. There's no doubt about that. So, but yeah, like they, they just, just need it pitching. Just, it just, well, yeah. 
I think like you either yeah. deadline this year or off season. I think they're going to start making moves. I genuinely believe that. I we think should it's talk time about the deadline. Actually, that's a great segue into yeah. talking about the deadline, which is kind of our main segment today, I guess. Um, who is going to? I mean, we, we've obviously this is very early. We're in May, uh, and the deadline's July, right? Um, uh, yeah, July thirtieth. Yeah. So we still have lots of time, but. You can already see a, a bit. We're you know forty ish games into the season. Yeah, about forty about forty games, depending on yeah, like which 40, team. Forty five, I think. So we should talk about you know just speculating about what's going to happen at the trade deadline. I mean, I think there's a lot of names that we've already l- laid out. Trevor Story on the Rockies. Yeah. Max Scherzer, Nationals. Joey Gallo on the Texas Rangers. Um, Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant on the Chicago Cubs. Who? Yeah, Bryant, Scherzer, and Story are definitely getting moved, without a doubt. Like, can maybe like explain to me like so trade deadline? Like, if we think someone's gonna get moved, we think that's happening because their team is like not gonna win this year, not really in contention, and they like are gonna like build up their future, right? Like that's like the move. Yeah, it's like the reason Mookie got traded, right? Because but they just won a World Series. The Dodgers can pay his salary so the Dodgers can pay his 2020 salary and we can get Jeter Downs Alex Verdugo in return for a year of Mookie that we were going to suck in anyways right so that's basically what the Rockies and the Cubs are going to do is they're just going to get rid of Chris Bryant for half a season then some other team can pay him a shitload of money in the offseason so we don't have to basically right um Trevor Story is definitely getting moved it says who (laughs) You think, you think that's guaranteed? Well, as I close mean, to guaranteed as Why possible. would they keep him, you know? Well, I'm, I, if you're I, not keeping Nolan, then you're not keeping Trevor Story. Yeah. Trevor Story's too good to keep on that team. Like, he has too much trade value. What do you think about the Indians, though? Do you think they're going to move any pieces? They're a team we've talked about many times. Well, as being like good. Two, I think they'll be good. I think they'll be buyers more than really? sellers. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, they've okay. still got Bieber for a couple years. I don't know. Depends what they do with J Ram. I don't know what the plan is. That's who I was thinking about. But they have I mean, a good young. Lineup. I mean, he can't go at the deadline. He's still got a club option at the end of the year, so he can't go. At the, or they could trade him. Uh, you could trade him. Yeah, man. they could trade him. They could trade him. Never club mind. option isn't the Indians' option. It's whatever club he's on. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. 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 That's why those are very important, right? Because if you can get, like, if you could get, let's say, Corey Seager, and he has one club option left and then he's a free agent then it's like perfect because it's like okay we get Corey seager for this year and the next one right because we have the option right to and, pay we, him. and we want the option we we yeah. have to, yeah right okay it's an expensive I, option but it's an option right okay i understand that um i never really i think that. story i think honestly i think the cincinnati reds is an honestly viable like wow. move that was not what i was expecting yeah the cincinnati reds they have a Shit ton of great prospects. Um, notably, Hunter Green, my favorite prospect in the world. Um, we'll have to put his, his poster up here. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of this fucking thing. I don't think we can get rid of this thing. Yeah, that's it, a problem. It's we've been, tried. I mean, it's kind of part of the set at this point. I think yeah. I think people are subscribing for this. <laughs> but I think, I think the Reds are actually going to make a move at him. Really? I think they're trying to win. Like, really? And they look like they're a good team. They just need some help. They need some a little more pitching, but they still have good pitching. They really need offense, though, and I mean Trevor Story's pretty good hitter, but it's incredible. Yeah, he's a very good hitter. 
Trevor Story, Nick Castellanos in that lineup. Mike, or not Mike Moustakas. Is Mike Moustakas still in the Reds? I I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, the Reds... And they have a shit ton of great prospects. I think they're in a good position, actually. Yeah, Jonathan India, that's a good idea. That yeah, yeah, he's he's been crushing this year from what I've seen. I mean, I think the Reds are better than the Brewers. I th- then they're definitely better than the Cubs. But think about it, if they can add Story and a decent couple decent relievers or a good starter at the deadline, they're immediately the best team in the NL Central. Almost. Really? You think you really think they're better than the Cardinals with with that? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I think the Cardinals are, are. I think the Cardinals are decent, but like. I think the Cardinals are going to win that division, with story or not. I think. Oh, I would. I Brewers or Reds, I'd take. Really? Yeah. You you made fun of me when I chose the Brewers to win this division at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but I didn't know Brandon Woodruff was going to be playing like a Cy Young Award winner. Oh, and Corbin Burns and and Hauser too. Yeah, that's they true. Have they're the, they're rotation they have the best rotation in the league right now, at least in my opinion. I don't know statistically, but. And they don't have Yelich, and they're still a decent team. And they don't have Keston Hira. Yeah, I can't believe the team hasn't like crumbled into the seat without Keston Hira. Their pitching is just too good. Like that good pitching, and they get that into the playoffs. Oh lord! I mean, I feel like the NL Central is the only Shit division. division where like the best team is actually leading the division. Yeah, who's leading the, the division? The Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals are t- twenty-three and eighteen. But then you look at like the NL West, and the Giants are leading. And it's like I think the Reds can be good. I, I bet on the Reds. I really am surprised by this. I don't really think the Reds are that good, uh, but uh, I don't know. Maybe the Cardinals have decent pitching. They've got a good bullpen. They've got a good bullpen, and they've got a. I mean, they got and a also, good. Also, I love they've Jack got a, Flaherty. They got a. I love Jack Flaherty. They've got a great infield. You know. They, uh, I don't know. That's surprising to me. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just uh, was not expecting the Reds. I thought if anybody's going to go for Story, I mean, I'd kind of expect. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the Yankees. Uh, that's another team. They have the thickest. Yeah, belt. all of these, all of these players are going to the Yankees. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's the Yankees true. have first dibs. That's true. Everyone has like to, to ask the Yankees. The player gets to pick the Yankees. If the Yankees want the player, they get the player. But yeah. if they don't, then teams can start bidding. Oh, yeah. That's how it's, that's all, that's always how it works. But the Yankees, I don't know. I don't think they're tied the to... The White De- Sox, maybe? The Yankees aren't tied to Debbie Garcia. They aren't tied to Clark Schmidt. They aren't tied to Esteban Florial. They're three best prospects. So if they want to get rid of those they guys... They always get rid of their prospects, too. Like yeah, That's what they always do. They, they, they build smart. up pretty good prospects and then ship them out. Because they got the money. And yeah. they've and the yeah I mean look I think honestly Carlos Correa could be a Yankee which I think would be maybe the greatest thing to after ever happen. this year yeah I don't know yeah that, yeah probably I don't think the Astros are going to move him but yeah I mean I would also Correa just seems like an Astros lifer he loves that place but no he doesn't he said he's not talking to the team anymore but that doesn't mean he doesn't want to be there it just means the offer wasn't good enough he wants two hundred million dollars flat. Like up front, and they were offering him like one sixty. So he's like, "We'll talk later, sweetheart." Yeah, right. I'll go. I'll go put up MVP numbers, which I hope he does. I hope Correa wins MVP. Oh. I'll say it, and Altuve's the runner up. <laughs> like, I know we've talked about the Astros thing, and we said that we're we're personally moved on, but I still don't want to fucking see those guys succeed. No, I don't want to see them fail, like get hurt or anything. I just no, they're gonna succeed though. They're a damn good team. Like, they have three incredible players. Like, Bregman, Correa, and Altuve are insane. 
Brantley's still amazing. Kyle yeah. Tucker's great. Kyle Tucker. I like Kyle Tucker a lot. I stand Kyle Tucker. Jordan's having a fucking insane Oh, yeah. Who's their DH? The third best hitter in the league, maybe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, hitting 348. Like, to say Jordan is crushing. a top five hitter is not even an No, it's an fucked. Overestimate. He is having, like, because he was gone all of last year or almost all of last yeah, year. He, like, hurt his knee. And, like, I had heard, like, the thing is, I everyone was talking about Jordan when I got into the game. Everyone was talking about Jordan, his rookie card and everything. And I was like, oh, man, this guy seems great. I all, I started watching baseball heavily last year. And I was like, I mean, I wasn't really watching the Astros, but he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he comes back this year and it's just like, oh, yeah, this guy, like, is insane. Like, this guy is, like, a hitting machine. So, like, yeah, the Astros are, like... Like I, I, I don't really want to see them win, but at the same time, it's like whatever, you know. They're going. Somebody's to. gonna win. They're gonna have to deal with it. They're not gonna win the. I mean, they might win the world. They're Series. gonna win their division though, for sure. I mean, they're much better than every other team in that division. Yeah, Trevor's story. I think like Yankees, Reds. I'm trying to think who else would actually like, maybe pick him up. Not 100. percent White Sox. No, White Sox don't need him. I don't know. I think Chris Brown goes to the Mets. That's what I think. I think Steve Cohen gets Chris Bryant. The division rival? No. But nope, never mind. Central and never East. Mind. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I think Chris Bryant goes to the Mets. That would be a nice, nice, juicy bat in that lineup. He's also having an insane season. So what does his, Chris Bryant play? Third base. Oh, third base. I thought That's he was like first J.D. Base. Davis, I think, plays third base right now. So like, it's not like a... Okay, tied down. Yeah, I position. thought he was first base, and I was like, they're never going to. Like, he they can got play third, first, left, right. He can play anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, they they need they need some hitting. Uh, Lindor not working out right now. No, doesn't look good. And they're stuck with him. I'm going to say this. I know this is probably like, I don't know, type of opinion. Lindor is going to be not a good contract. I will say it. I don't think he is near worth a hundred four hundred million dollars. Not even he's worth a hundred million. I just don't think that contract is gonna look good in ten years. Look, the Mets I don't think it's gonna look good in five name years. One time the Mets have signed a bad contract that has haunted them for years and years to come. Name one time. Other than Bobby Vanilla. Jason Bay. <laughs> that was a bad They're contract. still paying Bobby Vanilla's contract. That's so. true. I think it's he has a couple more years left too. That's an interesting story. If you don't know about Bobby Manila, I'm not gonna not gonna get into it now. But he was a good player. just Google that. Yeah, he was a good player. Um, I don't know. That's just like what I see by like watching Lindor. He has a lot of defensive value and like he can be a good hitter, but like he just hasn't been the last couple of years. And that doesn't mean he's gonna continue to be a bad hitter or like not bad average hitter average but you don't pay guys for gotta be a lot, to be average yeah yeah you like, gotta be a lot better than average for that kind of money that's the thing like uh geo urshela has been better than manny machado since 2019 and it's like well what are they paying geo oh six hundred thousand. cool <laughs> what are they paying the padres are paying manny like 30 million dollars a year so it's like you know that's why some contracts are so dumb because you can find so much that's why Moneyball is great because you can find the same amount of value with Shit tons less money. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think Chris Bryant to the Mets. Max Scherzer is another yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say Max. Who is pitching well this year, actually. Yeah. Only yeah. times I've seen him pitch, he pitched bad, but he's pitched well. He has a 210. He has the same ERA as some hitter named Shohei Otani. Yeah. So he can't be that good. How can you have a 
hitting ERA. And again, I honestly think the Yankees go after him. They need it. I honestly, if they had Cole and Scherzer, fuck man. It would actually be fucking enjoyable to w- watch the Yankees five days a week. Yeah, instead of Montgomery and... Like, Monty is... Is Debbie Monty on the big league d- team? Is it called no, Debbie? he's not. He's, not the, he's been... Debbie has pitched, but only out of the bullpen, I think. The rotation's been Cole, Tyone, Monty, Kluber, and... One other guy. Wait a minute. They actually they have a six man rotation, but Cole goes every five every fifth day, and mm-hmm. all of them like ro- like Kluber only like pitches like he doesn't. They don't pitch as in like a five man rotation. They have like a six man rotation. Uh-huh. Like Cole takes every fifth day, so they some people get more rest. True, because a lot of them are post Tommy. Like Tyone and Kluber are both post TJ, so like they can't. And they've yeah. been okay. Kluber's like, old. Kluber's old as hell. Yeah, for a pitcher, they definitely need some more pitching. They need pitching. The bullpen's been sick. I mean, everyone needs more pitching. Like, there is no team in the league that doesn't need pitching. Everyone needs pitching. But like some teams have bad pitching and bad offense. The Yankees have the offense has started to heat up, and the pitching. Uh, it's like I just think it's so tough watching them because like Garrett Cole has to be perfect. Otherwise, they will be a below average team. It, it felt like at least for the first couple weeks. Well, they just don't have, like, that's why I don't, I don't understand the New York Yankees sometimes. I just don't understand why they haven't gone out and got some more pitching. Like, like Garrett Cole's great, but, like, it's like Trevor Bauer on the Reds last year. It's like, okay, well, Trevor Bauer's pitching game one of the wild card. So we got that game maybe locked in, but, and Sonny Gray, I Sonny guess. Gray that's disrespectful good. to yeah, Sonny, Sonny Gray. Yeah, Sonny Gray is good, but that, that was a bad analogy. But one, like, two spot, yeah, no. But, if you don't have, like, in a seven-game series, you need someone to pitch games three and four, you know, potentially. Like, yeah. Trevor Bauer can't pitch every day. And so it was like, and Sonny Gray's great, and Luis Castillo was good. But, like, what are you going to do when playoff time comes? Yeah. Are you really, like, it's not going to look good when Jamison Tyon is pitching game two of a series. No, you know what I mean? Horrible. And I like Jamison Tyon, and I he's mean, a good pitcher, but he's not a number two, you know? He's no. a solid number four or five. Yeah, yeah. And when you put, and it's not like this is a new problem. I mean, look at Pedro. No. Look at Pedro Martinez's career when he was in oh. Boston, right? Two thousand nineteen ninety nine. He pitches one of the greatest pitching seasons of all time. It's the ALCS or the DS. I can't remember. And he he comes. He was hurt. He pitched the first game. He was hurt. He came out uh, and ended up pitching from the bullpen and pitched yeah. like what five scoreless innings. Mm-hmm. Um, Against the Cleveland Indians, who are you know chock full of, of fucking uh, Hall of Famers batters. and absolute sluggers, Tommy and Harold Baines and uh, you know it, Albert it, Bell, Albert Bell, yeah, uh, Omar Vizquel was on that team. Like you had sluggers, absolute sluggers, and, uh, and you can never beat the Yankees. It felt like, and then they lost because like they had like. Pedro can't pitch every day. Like, yeah. and he gave a dominant performance, and like, they just that was it. Like, you know, like there's only so much you can do with one That's pitcher. Two thousand four. And Pedro is like one of the greatest pitchers of all time. Like, I don't know if Cole is a great pitcher, and he might go down as as one of the greats of all time. I think he is the second best pitcher in the league by a decent margin, over Max Scherzer, in my opinion, and behind Jacob Degrom. But oh, Scherzer's not even top five. You don't think Scherzer's top no. five? Corbin, Corbin Burns is third best pitcher in the league, huh. without a doubt. Yeah, I'd say. I don't know. 
Um, but then, yeah, 2004, I think, Red Sox have Pedro. They have Kurt Schilling. Yeah. And so, like... Need depth. But then those other... Like, Mike Timlin was pitching. We had Bronson Arroyo. Like, what the Bronson fuck was... Arroyo. 2004 Red Sox still amaze me yeah. when I look at that team. They, <laughs> they did it. They... <laughs> October. And, oh, God, Pedro. Pedro against the Yankees is funny. He's Yankees he couldn't be the Yankees. Yeah. I guess I'll just sit back and call the Yankees my daddy, as he said. <laughs> Oh, my God. Have you ever seen that clip of Pedro? Game seven of the ALCS when the Red Sox came back down from 3-0. Oh, yeah. They're up, like, I think 9-1 in the game. It's over, basically. And they bring Pedro in. Terry was like, I just want to bring him in for fun. Because he was like, he deserves to have this moment because he's, like, been beaten by the Yankees so many times. And he comes out of the bullpen and the chants go, Who's your daddy? <laughs> and it went on forever. And then Pedro gave up like four runs and had to leave the game. The Red Sox still won, but like Pedro just can't pitch against the Yankees. Wow. And he's one of the greatest ever. I mean, obviously that Yankees team is insane. Yeah. Like Jeter, A-Rod, uh, not Mark Teixeira. Who else is on that team? Soriano on that? I don't know. No. Anyways. Yeah, and also, who's that guy in the bullpen? Oh, yeah. The greatest closer ever. Yeah. Yeah. Who did not do good in that t- series, which is insane. Is that the one he? Oh yeah, yeah. He, I think he he blew he blew a save. He blew two saves. Yeah. He blew the save in game four and five. Yeah, which was like his his blown insane. saves in his career is like an insanely low percentage. So, oh yeah, you know, especially in the playoffs. He's yeah. one of the best playoff pitchers ever. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Who else is on the market? I wrote down a couple more. Joey Gallo. Oh yeah, Gallo. <laughs> if Gallo is not Gallo in a Yankees uniform, I will be upset. I mean, I will be upset either way because I'm a Red Sox fan. But like, I, I, again, a like, short porch is made for him. I know, but what do you? Who they have Luke Voigt back? Joey doesn't play. Oh wait, he he doesn't play first base. He plays, he plays right outfield. Field. Why do I think? Well, I, I every for some reason in my mind, just everyone, every hulking slugger like Joey Gallo, I always think they play first base. Yeah, it's like oh wait, he doesn't. He plays right field. Well, they don't want Stan to play the field, so. No, Gallo plays left field or move Judge or something. I don't think they'll. Move I mean, Clint Frazier's dog shit right now, so in the field at yeah. least. Yeah. So like, and not hitting particularly well either. No, like in the, again, it's not good enough. I don't think Frazier lasts too long, honestly. Especially like, and they need left-handed bats. Like the only left-handed yeah. bat they have is what Hicks. Yeah, who's and Hicks I mean, is he's a switch hitter. He's better from the right side. And he's not good. He's not playing good right no, now. He's not playing good. He started to heat up a little bit, but but like it, it, the start of the season was rough. Lefty bats are so key at Yankee Stadium. That short Absolutely. porch, Joey Gallo would destroy that short porch. He oh yeah, break three it. true outcomes would be pushed to its absolute limits yeah, he if he was in he Yankee break. Stadium. He's playing in Globe Life, which I mean is a hitter's port. It is a hitter's park. It has a short porch as well on the right right side, doesn't it? Not, not mm-hmm. as short. Not even close. No. Oh, Yankee okay. Stadium is like three eighteen to right. That's insane. Yeah, I guess and it's also like size. three feet off the ground. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that's Stupid. true. That's why yeah. everything looks like it's leaving. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I guess Globe Life is like three, 370, 380 down, down the right field line. Yeah, but Joey Gallo doesn't need a short porch. But like, I'm just saying, the advantage will be there because he yeah. just pops balls up. <laughs> he can just hit it like, yeah, five feet off the ground. It'll Joey still, Gallo's it'll first at bat, first home run at Yankee Stadium will probably be a pop up and he'll slam his bat in the <laughs> ground and then he'll be rounding the bases for a home run. <laughs> but, oh shit, I love it here. But again, it's New the York, same, baby. <laughs> it's the same story. It's the Yankees have a lot of prospects that they don't seem that they want to use. So 
the Rangers want prospects. They want value out of Gallo. So there you go. And the Rangers and Gallo's got like two, three years, I think, left of and he sucks. control. Uh, not not sorry, not Joey Gallo sucks. The the Rangers suck. <laughs> like they're, oh, yeah, they're the probably the worst team in baseball. Maybe uh, better than the Pirates, maybe, but not by much. Like yeah, they did just beat the Yankees, so I shouldn't be talking too much shit. Yeah, there. they beat Garrett Cole in the Yankees. Yeah, too. that was uh, not fun to watch, and I'm not talking about it. Yeah, Garrett Cole sucks. I'm just kidding. Garrett Cole doesn't suck. I wish he did. Actually, that's not true. I like Garrett Cole. I don't hate the Yankees that much. I just hate their fans. Yeah. There was a couple years ago when I wasn't on Twitter as much, especially on baseball Twitter, that I liked, not liked the Yankees, but I was like, yeah, I don't really hate them anymore. See, I, don't, I feel like I don't engage with any like Yankees fans. I don't ever see any. Like, well, just the only thing I have on Inst- on Twitter, excuse me, I don't even use Instagram much anymore, but the only thing on Twitter is baseball. Yeah. And I have fans from literally every team on my feed. Yeah, I mean, I feel so like I, see I just... Pirates fans crying. Yankees fans whining, Red Sox fans happy. There's no Rockies fans. No, they no they've all been killed. Yeah, <laughs> or killed themselves. <laughs> Rockies fans were sorry. Um, I can't say I know a Rockies fan. I don't know why you would. They are the worst team. They are my like. There's I definitely fans of them. I don't dislike many. I don't actually dislike. Like I am a. I am. I would consider my. I am a Yankees fan. I am a Braves fan. I'm a Blue Jays fan. But I don't hate the Red Sox. No problem with them. Um, and I, uh, you know, I got. I got no real problems with any any franchises. Yeah, I don't hate any teams. other than the Rockies. And I don't even like dislike the Rockies. I just think that like they're just a horribly run franchise. Like they're just like the epitome of like what's wrong with modern baseball. Like management, not yeah. like a, on a on a coach level or even a player level, just like ownership and like upper management. It just disappoints me that like a team could be, I, you could just have a, such a shitty team and still be profitable. You know, it's like what the fuck are we doing? Like something's wrong here. If you can just like, you're paying fifty. No one. I'm just mad at the fact that they pay fifty million dollars so that Nolan Arenado can play for the Cardinals. Like this is just disappointing. This is the face of your franchise. We talked about this before. I don't yeah. want to get in too much of a rant, but. Uh, Every time I see Nolan Arenado playing for the Cardinals, I just think that guy is just like making a king's wage from another team, and like he he doesn't even like he doesn't even play for them. Like you it's think getting paid three point five, you know, David Judge. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that's a bargain. Yeah. Well, three point five back then was like twenty. Now, right? Salaries Still were- d- double that and plus a little more, and it's like wow, that's a lot of money. What's your biggest fear, man? Yeah, the ball being hit in my general direction. <laughs> <laughs> No, really. No, really. <laughs> oh, God, what a great movie. Yeah. If you haven't watched Moneyball... Read the book first, what and are then you watch doing? the movie. The book is great, especially if you're a nerd. Yeah, I don't know. What That's else? about it. What else? Unless you got something else. Agents? Also, yeah, let's talk a little bit about um, the 20... Like, the free agents this offseason. That shit's insane. Oh, okay, yeah. We yeah, got... Shortstops. Granky is a free agent. Wow. Trevor Bauer is an option. Yeah. So, like, technically he's a free agent. But probably, yeah, we'll see. Verlander, they win a ring. Verlander's a free agent. Nolan Arenado, who has an option, too. Kershaw, Scherzer, J.D. Martinez. Kershaw. Chris Bryant, Marcus Stroman, Charlie Blackman, Marcus Simeon, Freddie Freeman. I don't even want to... Th- I, I can't... If Freddie Freeman. To the Yankees? No. <sighs> I don't... I don't I don't Castellanos. even I don't even want to think about Freddie in any other uniform. The Red Sox need to get Nick Castellanos. 
he would be a good fit there. Nick Castellanos Boston, would shine baby. in Boston, yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. We need JD more, and they're basically the same thing. Big right-handed hitters who can't play defense. Yeah. But you should see you should see JD in left field. He's going for the gold gloves this year. Man's looking sexy. We might be able to go to a bronze club. He gunned Shohei from really? left. Yeah, he ball off the wall and he gunned it. One hop to the catcher to gun Shohei. Shohei was like five feet from the base from home plate. Hey, and Shohei just like stood up and he was like, okay. Yep. And he just well, tagged him. Yeah. Uh, let's get this over with. <laughs> you got me. There's a lot of good free agents. Like, and then there's the shortstop class. There's Story, Seeger, Correa. Um, who else? Baez. Ooh, God, I hate Javier Baez. Javier Baez is so bad. Charlie Morton. Well, they only signed him for one year. Yeah. Kenley Jansen, Nelson Cruz, Andrew Miller, Conforto. Holy shit, I'm old. <laughs> I remember watching Conforto debut. Feels like that was two years ago, but I think he debuted in 2014. Which is wild. Anderson Simmons, the best shortstop of all time. Yeah, he just signed a one-year with the Twins. And Thor. Yeah, Thor's going to probably have to re-sign with the Mets because he hasn't pitched in two years. He might be back this year. He will be back this year, but depending on how he does, his market is going to be very dry because he hasn't pitched since 2018, 19? Can't remember. It must be so weird Maybe to to have Tommy John and to just be like, like I always think about like Clev, like he just posted a video of him like working out for the first time and like throwing and stuff, and like he's still a long way from pitching, for to my uh, understanding, like months and months away. Yeah. Uh, if he pitches it all this year, um, I mean Chris Sale to put in like kind of perspective. Chris Sale had TJ last May, and he just started throwing off the mound. And this so, May. so it's been a year since he threw. Right. Off a mound, basically. And, and he'll be back in July, hopefully. Right. So he's going to do like a rehab stint in the yeah, minors. He, he's and, hanging out in Florida. He's doing something. Right. So, like, it just must be pretty weird. Like, do you go to the clubhouse? Like, do you, like, hang out with your teammates? Like, you're getting paid a lot of money to just, like... I mean, most of the time you're doing rehab. rehab. Like, yeah. for the first few months, you're not doing anything. But then you just start rehabbing every day. So, right. I think clubs just chilling at home i'm sure he's just yeah he's working out doing what he can yeah he was supposed to, to he was hanging doctor. out with musgrove and stuff i saw him right. posting but so, i don't think they go to the clubhouse and hang out no like they're not sitting on the bench or anything like, yeah. like i i'm sure that that that's just so interesting to me that part of it because it's like you are on the team but like you are not doing anything for yeah, so long valuable yeah well, he's still getting paid 10 million dollars <laughs> yeah can't can't argue with that name a better gig than a pitcher who who got signed and with tommy and, and gets tommy john well they signed him after he had tommy that's john. true or they they announced he was having tommy john when they announced they were signing him to a two-year deal which right. i think is cool they were like yeah we want you next year so we'll take the loss this year and pay yeah. you 10 million dollars <laughs> All right. It's a good gig. Because we don't want you to go to arbitration and then take more money from us. True. I love Club. I'm excited to see Club back. Yeah. Especially if Bauer's still in, playing for the Dodgers next year. Like two best friends in the same division. That'd be so cool. Oh, that'll be good shit. Going for the, the NL Cy Young. Just like 2018, baby. They'll yeah. Be neck and neck the whole year, basically. Yeah. On the same team, right? Yeah, they're both yeah. on the Indians. Yeah, but in 2018. With some other guy named, uh, oh, Corey Kluber. That was his name. What a fucking rotation. And Bieber man. debuted that year, didn't he? Yep. <laughs> That's insane. Bieber, Bieber was a number Clef, five starter. Bauer, Kluber. They yeah. all end in ER. That's why Bieber's so good. Because he's had three elite pitchers teach him how to pitch. Not teach him, but like help him. Yeah. That's why 
he's also talented, but I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know, Otani, any guy on the Angels, like getting to learn from Trout. Yeah. And like, Trout talks about Pujols helping him because he's been there say the whole that. time. Yeah. Like, even just simple fundamentals. Joe Adele, I've heard him talk about Pujols saying like he, te- he taught him how to like line the ball up the middle and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, maybe we'll end just on like, as we t- we talked about Pujols last week, we're talking about him this week, obviously because he moved on. But like, that's kind of the beautiful thing about baseball is that like even when you leave, like you guys like Pujols and like guys who have like been dominant in the game and are honestly like heroes, like guys who we really look up to and like who mm. have had like their place in the game and will always have that. Like we will not forget Pujols. He will be the kind of guy that we look back on. Like we look back on you know eddie matthews for me and like these players that like we collect cards of you know that we never saw them play like there will be people like that with pools i guess willie's still alive i got some willie yeah but everyone else but if Uh, you think like every it's all the greats they either manage or they go work for mlb network like mlb network right now is like frank thomas Pete Rose is on there. Pedro, David Pete Ortiz. Pete Rose is there? Yeah, the GOAT. I thought he was like blacklisted and stuff. No. He no. just can't get into the Hall of Fame. He'll get in the Hall of Fame. He just die first. <laughs> They'll put him in the Hall. He just probably not when he's alive. It's like Barry. I think he'll get in when he dies. But like what I was going to say is that like, you know, even though Poulos is gone from the Angels and now he's in the Dodgers and eventually he's going to be gone, like his like lessons like will like live on exactly like joe adele and like you know all these guys like who he taught and that's a beautiful thing about baseball you know joey gallo like he his hitting coach from when he was 10 years old apparently uh was jason giambi you Mm -hmm. know and it's like he's long retired but like speaking of steroids yeah yeah but like you also know joey gallo when he was in high school he pitched a perfect game and then that same night he took greg maddox's daughter to prom Imagine that. Imagine play- show up to pick up your date, and Greg Maddox is like, "Hello, hi." Yeah, hi. I and he, just pitched a perfect he played game. with uh, Bryce Harper too. Yeah, that's a crazy ne- team. Nevada, Nevada, Nevada baseball at that time. Like, okay, a lot of relax. Dangers. Anyway, if there's anything I can inspire with you with, it's that the lessons that you teach they live on. You know, even when you leave a place or a team or or a workplace or anything like that. So yeah. make sure to share your wisdom with other people. That's about it for this week. We love you guys. Uh, plugs. I don't know. Go. I got no plugs. Go Red Sox. Go Yankees. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys. Oh, and Alex has this awesome shirt from Foolish Baseball. Uh, My early birthday present. And uh, we don't have any merch yet. <laughs> but uh, Not for a while. Foolish Baseball has merch. And if you want that, you could do it. You the could, you could go shop. That. com. Yeah. So uh, that's about it. Thanks for listening, and we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Peace. See you.